0: welcome to buzzing about romance i am becky and i am leah and we are super excited for today's episode um still a this little, is, bit. Yeah, little bit yeah we're trying not to fangirl too terribly much um on today's episode we are have the opportunity to chat with aurora rose reynolds and <laughs> yay, yay um we are so excited Uh, We have both been longtime fans. Like that was one of the first, I think, I think Aurora is one of our first authors we bonded over that we were like, you read her? And I was like, yeah. When I, it was Assumption, I think too, that we we bonded over. Anyway, um, welcome to the podcast, Aurora. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Um, We are super excited. We have all sorts of questions. We're really interested. Um. Leah has gotten us all hooked on the uh, happily
1: ever alpha world. Yes, in all things, Boom Factory,
0: <laughs> and um, we actually did. Uh, there's a group of book uh, bookstagrammers, bloggers um, of us that do a thing every Thursday that we call Love and Lyrics, and we have a different theme that goes um, for the day, and. Leah was like, hey, let's do one from Boom Factory, the Happily Ever Alpha world. And we're like, okay. So I read like six of them. And Aww. then I'm like obsessed.
2: Now. <laughs> that makes me so happy.
0: Um, so yeah, we were all, I'm, anyway, those That's men, amazing. they're so yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leah, read us Aurora's bi- uh, bio, and then we'll get into okay. this.
1: Aurora Rose Reynolds is a New York Times, USA Today, and Wall Street Journal bestselling author who's, whose wildly popular series include Until, Until Him, Until Her, Underground Kings, and Shooting Stars. Her writing career started in an attempt to get the outrageously alpha men who resided in her head to leave her alone and has blossomed into an opportunity to share her stories with readers all over the world.
0: Oh. So welcome. We are so excited. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. I think your Underground King series were some of the first anti-heroes, gray heroes that I kind of fell in love with because they're not quite completely bad guys, but they're not a hundred percent like on the good okay. guy side. Yeah. They're not they're they're like the good guy, bad guy,
2: right? Like, mm-hmm. You like you know that they're doing bad things but you still like but they have a good reason yeah and you fall in love with them in spite
0: of their flaws yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah Yeah. exactly sure um okay so how long have you been writing romance i have
2: been i wrote until november and i believe it was 2013 um that old yeah
0: yeah, it's old. Um but it still totally holds up.
2: It does. Because <laughs> really I just does. recently
0: reread them all to get ready for until April. Oh uh, well so, so
2: when I wrote I had been trying to write because I love reading. Like that it's my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. But there were never enough books that I like to read on the market. Like I love KA. I love like when the couple finds each other at the beginning of the book and they kind of stay together throughout the whole thing. There's not right. like a whole bunch of stuff keeping them apart, you know. Mm-hmm. It's more like outside forces trying to interrupt things but never succeeding in breaking up the couple. Right. So that is like my big thing and there was never enough of those books, so I was like let me try (laughs) let me just try and so I had like a few different like books going and then I started writing until November and I finished it and I was like wow my first editor told me if you ever want to be taken serious as an author do not publish this and really uh, ah yeah and I published it anyways my husband was like you're going to you know, you spent months doing this. You're gonna do it. you're gonna put it out. Just see what happens. And so I did. And yeah.
1: Well, I for one am thankful that you did not <laughs> listen to that editor. Yeah. That's just crazy town.
2: Yeah. I
0: just I can't imagine an editor saying that, but I guess it yeah. takes all kinds. Yeah. I mean <laughs> and I think I think
2: with um you know like with editors like readers if you don't enjoy a certain type of book you're not going to right you're not gonna like it you're not gonna enjoy it and you think that maybe you think everybody thinks the way that you do
0: yeah you know so that is true um so what was your inspiration to become a writer I had written
2: poetry growing up and I liked like making up make-believe stories but now I was never really a writer I wrote poetry I had some poetry published and um yeah it was just I wanted something to read (laughs) and I felt like somebody else would feel the same way that I do you know that they would want a book where the couple got together stayed together and a book that like left you feeling good and happy Mm. and like that's what I want my books to feel like when you're done reading it, I want you to feel just happy. Like you just, you know, spent a day with your favorite people and you feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And I told you this when we were signing on the best scene in all of romance belongs to you. And that is the scene and assumption. We talked about it. We did a quick shot episode, which is one of our 20 minute or less book review episodes on that book. And and you knew exactly what scene I was talking <laughs> about. Do you have readers Some. tell you that a lot?
2: All the time. Every time, like, anybody comes to me and they say, my favorite part in Assumption was, I already know. That's yeah. part. Because, like, the saddest part in that for me was, like, when he, she overhears him on a phone call and he's saying, like, mm-hmm. she would never be somebody that I would be with. Yeah. I did not and, like, yeah. him. like him. But the longest time i know he needs
1: he totally like makes but up for I, it. I
2: knew that he was going to come around you know <laughs> yeah he was having his own issues yeah he but was.
1: as a reader like you go into it and you're like how is she gonna make me like this guy but you you do and then i so. still
0: laugh um so i had a friend whose son went to college at vanderbilt yeah <laughs> and um when his mom was like, Oh, he got accepted to Vanderbilt. I'm like, You mean Vander's belt? I <laughs> <laughs> and I just giggle and laugh and she's like, Okay. I'm
2: like, okay, no, no. Know. She's I like, don't, I don't get that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just I thought it was that. great. <laughs> so do you have a favorite romantic trope either to write or to read? I think that
2: my favorite. Um that would be my chat <laughs> sorry one sorry That's okay Come on. okay i'm sorry it's so okay. my favorite trope to read is definitely romantic suspense romantic uh-huh you I know i i love a little bit of like mystery tossed in with my romance and the, that's my one of my favorite things to read i mean write as well it's like you know like who's the bad guy who who's out to get them or you know <laughs> that kind of thing
0: well it yeah. kind of leads to that outside force so instead of the couple cuz i mean and i honestly i just had this conversation today with um a friend I get so tired of the miscommunication trope like it gets so overdone and it's like and sometimes it's an it almost feels lazy to use it but when you have something like romantic suspense where there's that outside force coming in to kind of shake things up I like that I -hmm. prefer that yeah I'm a
1: suspense junkie so
0: yeah i i
2: love suspense I, and uh, even with like historical because i love historical and so i don't know if you know Lindsay sands mm-hmm. she's my favorite historical author and she has that like romantic suspense in her books as well where there's yeah. like a, like some mystery happening like who's trying to kill the you know <laughs> who's trying to kill them or like the,
1: are you watering the cat (laughs)
0: Uh, well Julie Garwood does that also she has in all of her historicals and then in her modern stuff she has a little bit sprinkling of the suspense that and I like that I think it adds a layer of depth to the story I, I love it too and I
2: I don't know I get very aggravated when couples like are not together over the dumbest stuff I'm like come on mm-hmm. let's get together you guys like each other work it out like
0: you know we'll deal with everything else later yeah you know like mm-hmm. the surprise ex-wife for the random picture that causes that it's like don't you want to just ask them like hey <laughs> who is that person why are they yeah. sitting on your lap yeah <laughs> I mean, you can throw something at their head or bet out a window when you're mad about that. That's it's not okay. true, But don't Nobody run away. Nobody
1: out like a mattress thrower.
0: Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, or what kind of writer are you? Are you a pantser or a planner? A pantser. The whole you. time. So... <laughs>
2: My publisher, so I've published three different series now with Montlake and like before we go in, they're like, you need an outline of what this book's going to be like and what the series is going to be like and it goes totally, I don't even know, but something else happens and I'm like, well, this is what you get. Like, <laughs> they, they have I tried. Own, they have their own vision, my characters of what is going to actually happen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we actually just read um our community did a group read so we do twice a month a big group buddy read where everybody reads the same book and then we discuss it we all just did uh rushed Uh, Mm -hmm. and it was well loved and we're all desperate for risky so
2: oh, when we get off here make sure you send me your address and i'll send you well some i have paperbacks Oh. Mm -hmm. oh
0: Well, community, watch out for that. There probably will be some good stuff headed your guys' way. Um, I actually just got copies of Rushed off of imperfect books that were extras from Reveal Box. Oh, that's awesome. I grabbed some of the titles because I thought, oh, these will be great giveaways for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So one of the reasons that we really wanted to talk to you was the concept of the worlds. Um, You know, you're doing it with boom factory publications you have two separate worlds correct we have the until world and then the happily ever alpha world right well, it's, all kind of, have, it's all one world they blend it's together
1: all because yeah. all of the happily all ever one. alpha world like yeah. branches from that Look yeah. at leah.
0: she's like becky you don't know what you're talking about
2: stop talking <laughs> go leah i'll <laughs> just yeah, i'll just answer for her it's <laughs> all, yeah it's all one world they're all one world so. um
0: So tell us about that first, what prompted boom factory, like starting your own, um, small imprint publishing label.
2: So Amazon actually had, um, a world and they offered me a world. And so basically that was other people could come in and write in my series. And then I like people would know that it was connected to my books and then they canceled the whole thing but it was so popular I was like I want to keep this going Mm -hmm. for readers and for other authors as well so my husband he's the one who he like him and Jessica Marin and she's another author Mm -hmm. they basically run the entire world jessica does she works her butt off for it and what they do is so authors who would like to write in the intel world they've submitted what what characters they want to write after and they usually have like a a year-long they could put, put like three months, six months, or nine months when they're going to turn in their book. And then they turn it in and we go over it and make sure that everything is good. And then we publish. So yeah, I just didn't want to lose that because I knew people were enjoying it so much. yeah, I will yeah. say anytime I see like an email come through and there's a
1: new <clears throat> one, I'm like, Ooh, I, am, I will click on that now. <laughs> on that now I've actually
2: found some really good authors through that, that too biggest thing because I love a lot of authors who are not so well known mm-hmm. and so having this and being able to shine a little bit of light on them or really any author in general and be like look like they are so talented and then mm-hmm. it them you know people go and they fall in love with that story maybe and then they go on to read the rest of them well it's funny because
1: i just read until easton by um sandy alvarez and crystal daniels yeah and i then proceeded to rabbit hole like deep down into their like motorcycle series because i liked until easton so much i was like oh i wonder if their other books like play out like similarly like if they have like a, a similar writing style, like in their own world than yeah. to what they did with this. And I was not disappointed. That's amazing. Yeah. And she be like, fun.
0: That was like, what, nine books, Leah, for like, for like a week. She's like, I can't stop reading. I have it other was, books to read, but I can't stop. It was at least nine. Yeah. They
1: still have more, but I have not, I had to take a break because I had other things I had to
2: read, but That's awesome. yeah. I I love that it gives people the opportunity to meet new authors but it also because there's a lot of my secondary characters that I have no intention of ever writing books Mm -hmm. for like my plate is overflowing right now right and so but you know readers they want it they want those they want to see like me. I kind of love them like mm-hmm. how did they get together what happened or you know where are they now are they in a relationship and it gives if if other authors decide to choose one of those characters and write about them then mm-hmm. it gives the reader like oh okay this is what happened to them you right. know like for um what was it Talon Cece yes her you know her sister so you know everybody got her story so it's kind and of, it it's awesome like that too that it gives people
1: what, well what that's the thing like there's some really great side characters that you create in these stories and it it has to be tough like because you have a pretty large cast of characters with just the mason kids yeah. so trying to get all of those other characters that like we fall in love with as we're reading like that's that's a lot of people
2: I know and like my little list is getting so sad because so I'm right now I'm writing until May Mm -hmm. and there's only this there's only four girls and one boy left so I'm like oh my god we're getting so close is Bax the only boy that's left only boy left yeah oh man yeah so there's Hannah, Willow, Nalia, and then May, and then there's Bax, and that's it. So just five. That's all. Are you gonna do a third generation? Or are
1: you I gonna like venture know. off into something I don't new?
2: know. I don't know. It's so hard. I don't want to say no. I I I don't know. I wasn't even expecting to write. You know, the second generation. Mm-hmm. And like July came to me, and I was like, okay, well, I guess we're gonna do this but here they come yeah you know I really try to like write things that are talking to me and Mm -hmm. not force myself to write and that's why sometimes there's only one until book a year or whatever because if it's not speaking to me I don't want to write it You know, I want it to be like a full story that now out of your mason characters do you have a favorite I don't I love them all equally yeah they're like, they're like my family it's so bizarre but I mean I've spent the last almost 10 years with them mm-hmm. you know so like when I start a me an until book it's like going home for me definitely yeah.
1: I will have to say when April came out and you combined the underground kings and the until world even more like I was so excited (laughs) like Becky was like you just need to stop talking about it because I was I was like (laughs) going on and on about like how exciting like but he is one of her favorites in that series his dad so
2: yeah
0: he is yeah I just I have a fondness for those underground kings like I don't I do not know I love them so much (laughs) I love them and I want to do like
2: another series like that, that is yeah. like the bad mm-hmm. guy series that they're not exactly. You maybe know, we nice could do Sven's kids. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, all, the second generation of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> These yeah, are just thoughts. Like, Please. We <laughs> <You're> gonna- <laughs> just need more. Authors are going to like, talking
0: stop. to us. Just stop. Um, so so is your world open that any author can submit they just have to be um familiar with your world or is it kind of an invitation like you seek out authors that maybe are a little you know under the radar um that you think would fit into what you're writing
2: right now the world is closed because we are booked out until next year oh that's awesome over next year like i think um I think it's March of 2023 Mm -hmm. so since that happened we've closed the world off so that we don't get overwhelmed sure um and because we only do one book a month I mean one book every other week Mm -hmm. so that we try to keep it where authors really do have a spotlight shown on them for that time that their book is going from having the cover to having the book out Mm -hmm. and released so that they you know they get the full attention of readers right and what we were thinking for after this world is to do an underground king's world that would be fun yeah because there's some good side characters and in that world mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean aiden
1: yeah. aiden needs a story
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, <know.
0: laughs> yeah. I would um, i would read that so hard so do you have kind of like a list of characters? So when an author comes to you and is like, yes, I would like to write an Intel book, do you have like a list of characters for them to choose from? Kind of like your side characters?
2: I do. So and that list has gotten much smaller because we only use the character one time. Um we don't do like you know, multiple mm-hmm. people can't write about the same character.
0: Thank you. So
2: <laughs> thank you. So-
0: <laughs> So it it's um,
2: you know, but there's still quite a few characters on the list that people can choose from if they choose to write a side character or sometimes they're like, you know, I have this great series that I like Crystal Daniel, like them. Mm-hmm. I have this great series. I want to incorporate it with your world, you know, And so they blend the two together and then they, mm-hmm come up with their own thing
0: yeah 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 and I think they
1: did a great job like seamlessly intertwining Easton and like that world in with the Intel world yeah because you don't you don't always get that like when you're in a world like sometimes the combination does not mesh well
2: yeah and like Jessica Marin again like she's very good about helping each author like navigate when they've turned in their um, their completed book that Mm -hmm. this is this is this is a good way how (laughs) this character or sorry this is not exactly how this character would sound or Mm -hmm. like or or if something seems off about like one of my characters in somebody else's story because people write so different or like she's like, I don't think that that's gonna work. So maybe go back, you know. Mm-hmm. So she really does a great job of making sure that it's true to the Intel series, and but it doesn't like cover somebody
0: else's voice up. Mm-hmm. I think there's such a consistency in your world. Like I can pick up one of those the Intel stories, and even if it's not one of yours, but another author that's come in, I still feel like I am in the Intel world that it doesn't, yeah. it's not like three steps away, twice removed it. The descriptions fit the towns fit the way the people talk mm. and interactions. They are similar enough. They're not always the same, but they're similar yeah. enough that I'm like, okay. And there's a comfort yeah. as a reader. There is a comfort in that. They feel the same.
2: Yeah. And I, and I, I think that that's really important when you're when you're creating a world from your world because again this my world is almost 10 years old and Mm -hmm. it's not like another series where it's a standalone series where each book is about a different group of people and so there's no flow through each one that is all the same you know so we really have to make sure that it kind of people know readers know they know the series Mm -hmm. they're very adamant about it they know it better than i do right (laughs) believe me i get messages and they're like uh that is not how that went i'm like okay sorry Especially like the age thing. I'm like, you guys just give up about the age thing with the second generation because I do not know. I don't know. I know Baby enough. Math is hard.
0: <laughs> well, and I know that you are very good friends with Natasha Madison and she just had yeah. fans kind of come at her because yeah. she has babies that have mysteriously disappeared or people that were pregnant for two years. And she's like, yeah, it happened. Sorry. And I'm like, you go. <laughs>
2: do you yeah it's not easy yeah
0: baby math is so hard it is
1: <laughs> well and there's an author that I read religiously and she's like puts a disclaimer in the front of the book and is like I don't do baby math so my timelines are messed up just deal with it
2: yeah well because it's really hard to do to keep track of everybody mm-hmm. you know and and like with I, I had a reader Messaged me once and she was like, You know, you shouldn't have written this until second generation until series until like 2032. And I'm like, That's a very long time. <laughs> That's a very yeah. long time.
1: <laughs> yes, but I'm like, No, we're
2: not doing that. We are writing it now. It's, like it's,
1: it's my own fictional world. I can do what it I is. want. It's all in my head. It's <laughs> in yeah. my head. all adults.
0: I could not wait it's- 10 years for that. <laughs> it's just crazy same i couldn't have either so let's talk about some of your current projects i mentioned that we uh rushed in risky yes. um and those are through montlake and there is going to be a third book yes with so those guys
2: it's called reckless okay and so the three guys which are in rush which is tanner um blake Blake and Maverick Maverick. (laughs) (laughs) they're they're the they're the three books so Lake's book is next and his heroine is Everly and right the office manager yes Mm -hmm. and she has a little boy and he is a, a grump and but he like falls in love with her you know it's it's great so
1: I got a (laughs) I got an early arc from it from NetGalley so i I read it already and I loved it it. yes I I haven't yet
0: I didn't get it he is like
1: perfectly grumpy but he has like reasons for the grumpiness but Uh, her little boy is just adorable like I love the way he was written yeah it was it's very good
2: Um, I miss my baby being that age and I think that that's what that was like mm -hmm. I you
0: know
1: when he
2: was it was a cute age because they're not so
1: cute sometimes (laughs)
0: yeah well yeah i loved rush i love an instant connection romance and Mm -hmm. in rushed tanner knew that he was attracted and he made his decision and he never wavered Never. never never wavered and i think that's something with your heroine your heroes That I really really enjoy your heroes when they decide that they are in love that they are connected to this person they never waver like they kind of steamroll but it's also like
1: other females like don't exist for them anymore like they see them and it's like who are these people
2: yeah they don't really pay much attention to anybody else but their girl yeah no and I love that too
0: it's so great (laughs) um and you're right, Blake is going to be the grumpiest of grumps, and Leah has promised not to spoil because I cannot wait. Until I will you. not
1: spoil, but I'm totally. excited
0: to see who Maverick's heroine is.
1: Well, <laughs> who do <laughs> you <don't> think <laughs> Well, I'm curious to know if it is that girl from the trip, but then I don't think it is at the same time, and I think something is going down with her friend from back home from book one. Yeah but is it yeah <laughs> <laughs> these,
0: um, these are good things but happening. i would really i well and i don't know because i didn't read risky i have to wait but i do hope that blake's sister gets her guys they're gonna be like a novella for her no so
2: you'll see her happily ever okay. after in book three it kind of it it's, it's in happened. the epilogue so in book i will spoil that part in book three you'll see her with her guy and them like getting engaged and then married and all
0: okay that. i just need her to be happy because she was She's such happy. a bright star shining star and she she is in book two and in
2: book three. Like I love, I love her character because she's a lot sassy and she's
0: just so so sassy fun. Yeah. I love a sassy heroine though. Or you know, just those sassy characters. They yeah. um they're the ones that stick with you. Okay. So then we can also expect then another until book this year. So we had Until April came out in November. October. October. Well, I didn't November. read it till November. I'm sorry. <laughs> But you should have, because it was that good. (laughs) So So we have until May that you're writing right now. Will we expect that in 2022?
2: Yes. Until I'm working on it right now. I actually, I'm hoping to release it in April. Okay. It all goes as planned. My last, last year, I spent the year writing, um, the adventures in love series so I didn't have as much time to devote to like my own personal books Mm -hmm. so that's why we only got one more time and then um until April last year last yeah last year yeah
1: one more time was very good too I like that it kind of like mixes in with the until world in like little snippets but it's still like its own separate
2: entity yeah it's a fun, it's a fun series, and it mm-hmm. feels good too.
1: Are you gonna do any more in that world, or just those two?
2: I don't know, I don't know. In my head, this year, I'm going to write two intel books, and then I have so there's a book in my head about about um, an older couple, like you know, thirties, mm-hmm. and maybe thirty, you know, thirty to forty. And, like, dad is a single dad to a teenage daughter. Mm -hmm. And then the girl, the woman moves in next door with her friend. And it's, like, suspense. There's, like, a huge mystery happening while she's, like, falling in love with him. And, yeah. These are all things I love.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like a mature couple. Um, I do, too. Just because, you know, I'm hit the point that you know my girl child reminded me the other day I'm closer to 60 than I am 30. She was very kind. So rude. She's <laughs> really like I love you too. <laughs> um yeah I didn't buy ice cream for a week.
2: <laughs> I'm I like that's nice. well
0: I'll turn forty one
2: in April and my son always is telling me, Mom, you're old but I'm like Yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm tired yeah <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> thanks um aurora thank you so much for coming on and joining us we really appreciate you we are such huge fans and it means the world that you said yes to come hang out with us that was such a great interview i am it was, i really fan. tried to i tried to hold back but i just couldn't tonight. You're giving her like all the story ideas. Okay, can we have this character story? And you're right, Aiden would be a great character. Aiden would book. be an think of how awesome that would be. Like he's like the perfect anti-hero. He kinda is. He kinda is. He is. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So it's that time it's in our time episode.
1: Four. Bullock. Buck. Book oh. of
0: the week. week okay everybody it is time for our book of the week so Leah, what was your book of the week becky okay so i took a chance took on a, chance. a random book <laughs> i took a chance take a chance on me um okay so <laughs> uh, i'm gonna sing some abba now and that'll be great um was
1: it a successful chance, though?
0: It actually was. I had a moment of panic, though. Um, so it was one of the suggested, like, you've read this, so you might like this Amazon oh, suggestions. Sometimes
1: those are good and sometimes those are
0: not. So I my book of the week is Hot Shot by Pippa Green. And it is book one in the Minnesota Raiders series. It's a single dad, nanny, hockey romance. Um, it's really great it's really funny with great characters. It's a little quirky. And actually I was about 20% in and I, w- it was so cute and so funny and I was laughing. And then I had a moment of panic thinking that maybe it was going to be a sweet romance or fade to black oh. because I was like, Oh, maybe it's too cute. And I've never read this author. Like I had no knowledge of who they were, or anything. And I didn't like the title sold me. Cause it was a hockey romance in Minnesota and, um. So, yeah. Anyway, it's in Kindle Unlimited. I really liked it. Um, this was a new-to-me It does author. not fade to black, though, does it? It does not. It pops at 38%. Nice. Um, I also liked that this author did not rely on typical storyline devices in the story. There was mm-hmm. no miscommunication, and there was no third-act breakup. Nice. So... Sometimes I like that. Like I don't always mind the third act breakup, but sometimes I just like when they power right through. They did. They powered right through. It was really great. There's a great host of side characters. Um, there are five books out right now in the series and there's a new book coming in April and, an or maybe March and then another one coming in May. So <clears> have well, seven books. There goes my TBR. Thank I you know, right? That. Uh, so Leah, what was your book of the week? My book of the week
1: was a photo finished by Elsie Silver. Um, I had done book one with a quick shot for Lindsay. And then I continued down the rabbit hole of her books. And she does not have a sophomore slump. Like her, oh, like fantastic. book two actually is better than book one. I thought, I thought she got better. Like her story was more concise. Her characters were more, not like book one was excellent, but she, book two, like she shot it, it was out of the park. Like, it's a grumpy, sunshine esque sort of second chance romance. The hero's a little bit damaged, but the way the treatment that Elsie Silver gave him was absolutely. Perfect. He's a a veteran. He got hurt in battle. He suffers with PTSD and has some other issues that I don't want to give away because they're a big part of the storyline. But she like she gave him such a well-done story in the way that he has to work through things and the heroine works through things. Like it was so good. And one of the things I love the best about this book is they did have the third act breakup. But It makes sense because uh, how it plays out, but there's a point where the heroine tells the hero, like she loves him, but she like, but they can't, they can't be together in a sense because he doesn't love himself. Like she wants to be with him. She wants him as is, but if he can't love himself, how he is, then he needs to make himself better. Like he needs to try and fix it. She's like, I don't need you to fix yourself for me. I'm happy with the way you are. You need to fix yourself for you.
0: If you feel like you
1: need to be fixed, it is very well done. Like I was a little nervous going into it because you never know how that second book is going to be because book one was her debut novel, but book two, so much better.
0: Well, and Rachel has been raving about her for months. She has. Yes. Yeah. And book three-
1: book three is out and it's a little bit of an anti-hero because book three, the the hero is the bad guy in book one. Oh, so okay. I'm a little
0: bit excited. I mean, that's all good stuff. It is all um, good stuff. So we wanted to kind of make a merchandise announcement about our merch store. Uh, We're working Mm -hmm. on updating some of our merch that we offer. Um, We made some design additions and changed a couple things. Make sure you check out our merch store. It's linked on our website, or you can find it at etsy.com slash Heas. So
1: welcome
0: to a new Patreon
1: member, Isabel. You... Yourself can support the podcast starting at just five dollars a month, and includes membership to Drunk Book Club and exclusive content for just the Patreons. Our big goal is five hundred Patreon members, which it's a little lofty, but that's why it's a big goal. It is.
0: We have thirty-one right now. We do. And as of right now, Becky
1: and I do not draw any income from the podcast. Everything we make from Patreon is put right back into the podcast. It pays for equipment, mailings, the website, all the giveaways, all of that exciting stuff that we bring to you is because you support us. But once we hit 500 Patreons, the podcast will employ me.
0: We will employ Leah.
1: Um, and I will be the first paid employee, but this goal is to help us turn our passion project into a career.
0: Right. And we actually are recording this on our one year anniversary and we are, we have come so far in a year. It has has been,
1: it has been a trip and a half, like, honestly, like I, I, love this. I love doing this with you. I love the people that I have met. Like I've made some amazing friends through this podcast. Like I've talked to some of my
0: absolute favorite
1: authors, as everybody knows.
0: Um, did you ever imagine a year ago with that first interview episode that we did with like, it was with Avery Flynn and you were like, I'm going to try to talk (laughs) that you would now be like, I, you know 52 episodes in with some amazing authors um,
1: that many but like I've made some really good friends with some of the authors that we've we have we have talked to too like I I am extremely blessed that you trusted me with your baby and I am so excited to be a part of this I am so excited I can't wait to see what's next because
0: you know even I don't know <laughs> I know, but I mean, it's only February. And we've had some amazing stuff. Like- I know. And we still have some great things coming forward, and we'll get to that here in a second. Um, so, we are bringing back another round. Another round, yes, please. Yes, we are. Um, we are so excited uh, with the anticipation of the return of Netflix series The Bridgingtons. We are back for another round. Another round is an exclusive YouTube cast for our Patreon members. Uh, mm-hmm. The host of Corset and Crown podcast, Katie and Sadie will be joining us to talk all about all things Bridgington. Um, first thing we have on our agenda with Bridgington is on March 20th, we are going to do a live book discussion on season two, Inspiration, The Viscount Who Loved Me by Julia Quinn. Um so we're going to deep dive into Anthony and Kate's book and talk about... I'm excited because I like their book. I don't like it as much as Benedict's books, but it's really good too. So um, you can find details on our website or check out patreon.com slash Coffee uh, to become a member. And then you will be able to join us for another round and all our Bridgington uh, mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be really good because Kate is a badass. Like She is...
1: Awesome, but we will talk about that later. We'll talk okay. about that March 20th. So we are excited to announce that Kaylee Loring will be our guest author in March for Drunk Book Club, and we are in the process of voting on which book of hers we are going to be reading. So make sure you check the website in order to see what we pick. Drunk Book Club is a benefit of our Patreon campaign and is Patreon exclusive. But if you're interested in learning more about Drunk Book Club, you can find details at patreon.com slash bookcaseandcoffee, or you can email us at thebees at bookcasingcoffee.com.
0: Yep. And we'll give you all the details. And we like to let people try it once and see if they Mm -hmm. like it and can handle our brand of chaos. Yeah, it is.
1: It is a little chaotic. Yeah. We have, Um, but we play fun games and we do fun things and we talk books and
0: then it just kind of delves into chaos (laughs) and chaos. Um, so every month we are hosting two different group read book discussions in our discord channel. Um, and these are open to anyone. Mm -hmm. You do not have to be a member of our Patreon. If you just join our discord server, we have these in open channels that everybody has the option to participate. Um, Our next group discussion is The Nanny and the Hothead by Krista Sandor. We'll be discussing that book on February 23rd because the next day her new book in that series releases The Nanny and the Beefcake and we will be live that evening with Krista. So on 224, we will be having a happy hour live celebration, um, with Krista for her new release that comes out that day, The Nanny and the Beefcake.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I love Krista. She is wonderful and amazing and like one of the sweetest people we have ever met.
0: She writes a funny book. So if you like a if you don't mind a nanny romance, if you liked the movie Enchanted, yes, Becky Disney, likes to say
1: this is enchanted. But steamy. It's but steamy.
0: It's so good. It's so good. And this one
1: has really delicious grilled cheeses.
0: Well, Nanny and the Hothead, but Nanny and the Beefcake, it's a yoga instructor and a boxer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who knows how that's going to happen?
1: It's going to be good.
0: And they, and I have read it, and they have to do something kind of chaotic that involves a donkey. So. Hmm. Anyway. I have not made it to that one yet. Now I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's pretty funny.
1: Um, <coughs> okay. So friend and supporter of the podcast, author Danica Flynn is going to join us live on February 28th on Instagram. So we are going to be chatting with her about her upcoming hockey release against the boards. And we always love chatting with Danica about hockey romance and her bulldog hockey team. You can find a listing of all of our other upcoming events at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events. And this is a great way to keep track of all the things that we are doing. And Becky just updated it. So I did. It should be, it should be up to date, but we keep adding
0: things, changing things. And it's very exciting. stuff. So. we do. It's so fun. Um, so I'm super excited for next time. Um, it's kind of a big deal. It's always a big deal but i this mean one every episode's just, a big deal this one is kind of a big a big deal though yeah um we are super excited to announce that we will be joined next time by new york times best-selling author tessa bailey um mm-hmm. she writes some of the best blue-collar dirty talking heroes that are out there and um we are super excited to have her join us and we're going to talk about her latest release, Hook, Line, and Sinker, that drops on March first. So yeah, I'm I'm excited
1: to talk to Tessa Bailey because I I really do enjoy her books.
0: Yeah. So she's a newer to me author. I have a, I've have read a few of her older books that she had in category romances with some smaller presses and such. Um, and I'm just now getting back into her, um, to her newer stuff. So this is mm. going to be exciting
1: it is it's always a good it's always good to have an author
0: that we love on right um so anyway thank you everyone for listening we appreciate you oh so much um and until next time happy reading everybody
1: find us on instagram at buzzing about romance or on twitter at buzzing romance